Good morning. Welcome to Heart and Soul Center of Light. My name is Ron Marshall, and I am a licensed practitioner at Heart and Soul, and I'm honored to be facilitating our meditation experience this morning. This morning, we are taking the opportunity to immerse ourselves in stillness so that we may connect with the knower within, so that it may be our guide during this time of change. So wherever you are, I invite you to make yourself comfortable so that you may be open to divine guidance. Also know that right where you are, God is, and therefore it is safe and sacred space. So if you're willing, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to close and take this opportunity to relax and let go of all that has happened up until this moment. Now join me in taking a deep conscious breath. Breathe in and release with a sigh. Give thanks for your breath as you gently allow it to return to its natural rhythm. Take a moment to notice the path that your breath takes through your body. While the path our breath takes like each of us is unique, every breath is part of the one breath which is breathing us all. Let your breath be an ever-present reminder of your oneness with spirit and its ever availability as a guide and source of inner peace, love, and clarity, regardless of outer circumstances. As we enter the stillness, remember to focus on your breath and I offer this affirmation as our guide. I have been that I have been. I am that I am, and I will be what I will be, simultaneously.
you to return your awareness to the space that you are in. To do so, you might focus on your feet and notice and feel the support of the floor beneath. You might gently rub your palms together and begin to expand your awareness and feel the space around you. And when you are ready, I invite you to gently allow your eyes to open. This completes our meditation experience. And so it is. Thank you for creating the safe and sacred container of love for our service this morning. We have a wonderful opportunity during these times to spend more time being still and renewing our connection with the one. And I invite you to do so whenever and wherever possible. It has been a pleasure and an honor to facilitate this morning's meditation. Thank you.
Good morning, Welcome. We are grateful to have you with us on our live virtual community. We are so excited to be here on this beautiful Sunday morning in May. And my name is Sonia Russell, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to our virtual service this morning. I want to remind you that our 2020 theme continues to be adventures in faith. Expect a miracle because we are always expecting and witnessing miracles, in fact. And so we are grateful uh, to be reminded of that. And we are walking our way, loving our way, living our way through a year of miracles by Mary Ann Williamson. Uh, and we continue to be deeply steeped in our community affirmation. Thank you for everything. I have no complaint whatsoever. I wanna remind you there are many ways to give to heart and soul. You'll be invited to give at the end of service, but just remember uh, that this community is supported by your giving. And so we appreciate your offers of time, talent and treasure. You can always find us online at many of the ways that folks are online, um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, our YouTube, we're working out that Twitter, um, but we're grateful for you being with us. So make sure that you um, connect with us in that way. I wanna let you know that we have been engaged in a monthly uh, year of miracles review, our annual read, um, and we're doing it for the month of May. We've decided to do it every Monday. And so tomorrow, uh, May 4th, will be the first Monday of the month, and we will make sure that we are there from 6.30 to 17, 7.15. We're just diving deep into the daily read, whatever it is on that day, um, and really just allowing ourselves to be steeped in it. And now that we're in this extended sheltered in place, it's even more um, necessary. We invite you to sign up. Uh, you just sign up once and you'll get the regular reminders uh, of when it's happening, uh, but join us for that. And we're gonna let you know that we are still doing our Imagining Justice on Wednesdays, hosted by Valerie Joy Fidmont and David Walker. We begin at 6.15 with meditation. We are, for the month of May, doing a living off the hero, victim, villain triangle. This is part one. Uh, we're focusing on what life after the pandemic will be. We are in the business of figuring out the world that works for everyone. And this is how we do it by getting into the nitty gritty by actually doing the work uh, that supports us in having that manifest. And our beloved Reverend Andriette will be on deck um, on Wednesday. So come and be with us. You can visit uh, heartsoulcenter.org, Imagining Justice for more information. We wanna let you know that Tammy Hall is live on Thursdays from six to eight Pacific time via Facebook Live. She is a piano virtuoso. It is a good time with all the other stuff you're binging on. Get some good loving from Tammy on Thursdays from six to eight um, on Facebook Live. And I wanna make sure that I lift up our own Jennifer Johns before I go on to Marcus Books, who is doing her new thing with the Fun Manifesto. Um, the the funmanifesto.com is where you can find more information for that. Um, and she'll tell you some a little bit about that family. Um, I wanna let you know that Marcus Books, we are supporters of Marcus Books they're celebrating their 60th anniversary and they're doing a fundraiser because when we come back after Shelter in Place, we want Marcus Books to still be there. Uh, and so we wanna make sure that you are supporting them. Marcus is the oldest independently owned black um, bookstore in the country. Um, they have a GoFundMe. Uh, you can use the URL there or you can go to GoFundMe and just search, search Marcus Bookstores. And we wanna make sure that we're supporting Kingston 11, uh, the town's gathering space 
they are taking orders online and are open Thursday to Saturday from two to seven for takeout and they're doing delivery. So you can visit their website, kingston11eats.com. You can also um, call them. The, the fact of the matter is, is you wanna engage them. All those folks that were there before the shelter in place may not be there if we're not putting the efforts into, into them. And we have to make sure that we remember to support our community because if we're not supporting us, who will? And if you are a member of our Youth and Family Village, the uh, with the littles um, from four to 13, we're inviting you to be online. There has been a communication out to those folks um, with information, um, but they are intending to meet. And the Pulse, our teens meet at 1130 uh, on Sundays and you can send an email to the, pul the Pulse at heartsoulcenter.org to be added to, uh, to that list so that your teen can participate. And I wanna remind you that following service, we have group prayer. We'll send out some more, we'll show you some more information about how you can log on at the end of service. Um, but the point is to get prayer. We believe in it, we utilize it um, and we are fans. And so we are inviting you to get on board uh, because prayer works. Today, our beloved Reverend Andriette is our speaker and Jennifer Johns is our musical inspiration um, and along with Tammy Hall and we are super excited uh, to have them. We love them, their intention and their passion in the world uh, and we are grateful that they are with us today. Um, following our devotional time, our vision and our prayer, uh, there will be an opportunity for you to do a reading. Uh, so we're gonna ask you to be engaged in that uh, before we um, get more fully into our service. And so I'm gonna invite you all to just take a deep breath right where you are. Heart and soul believes in visioning. And this vision was revealed to us before we became Heart and Soul Center of Lights. And so we like to ensure that we are rooted in it. And so we recite it together. We are a loving and compassionate world-class teaching and empowerment ministry. Through a consciousness of universal God presence, we release all resistance, separation, and fear. We claim our personal liberation and accept the eternal availability of joy, love, and abundance. Through our intention to be love and spread joy, we engender reflections of the same and more in others. Our ministry is a gift to the world, which expands through our practice and dedication. We welcome all people, and together we make a quantifiable, positive difference on the planet. And so it is. And so now family, I simply invite you to find your breath. Become fully present in this moment. As we touch and agree and remember to remember, knowing that that which kept us while we slept that which woke us this morning is the same force that rose the sun, the same force that brings the oceans to the shore. Our skin is made of stardust. 
We are one with the infinite perfection of the entire universe. It is without exception and it is regardless of the appearance of things. And so I, Sonia Russell, speak my word from this deep place of knowing, this deep place of trusting, this deep place of abiding faith, knowing that the goodness of the infinite is here now, present and available to each and every one of us, allowing our heart's desires to be made manifest. I know that today and every day is our opportunity to be and experience love, to move through the world courageously, remembering that we are our brother's keeper, that we are our sister's keeper, that we take into account those that are the most vulnerable among us, and that we allow ourselves to be a presence of healing to be a presence of love and of kindness and of compassion, that we remember to remember that every single person moving through this world is doing the best that they can. And that our opportunity is to know, is to love, is to simply be kindness, to be consideration, to be a loving presence. And so I'm giving thanks. I'm giving thanks that heart and soul is a beacon of love and compassion and joy and light. I am giving thanks that heart and soul allows us the space to stand together unapologetically, courageously, remembering to remember love. Remembering to remember that we are one. Remember to remember that God is. And so I simply use this word in perfect gratitude. I know that the goodness of God is present. I know that the blessing of our musical inspiration and our beloved Reverend Andriette and everyone who has put their hands and hearts into the service is already done. That we are blessed and highly favored now and always. And so I simply this word, knowing that it is done well in God, accepting it as so, now and forever. And so it is.
Thank you, Jen. Jennifer Johns. With a song that she wrote, one of my favorites, Listening. Tammy Hall on piano. The quote that you welcome. <laughs> welcome to Heart and Soul Center of Light. The first quote that you saw before you heard Jennifer Johns preaching in lyric and Tammy Hall bringing it along musically. I feel like Jen wrote that song from the context of the quote, which essentially says that you got to have faith in order for us to speak into, call forth the future that we desire. That's one of the things I love about your work, Jen, is that at the core of it, I always hear the promise. I always hear you singing in the faith that something different can happen. It's always an acknowledgement of what is, and it always has a listening and awareness of what's possible if we understand what's going on right now. So I love that, that quote that, that calls us into this service this day, that where there is no faith in the future, there's no power in the present. I, I hope that we can really get that. If not, I'm going to keep bringing it up for us time and time again, because I, I feel as if that is essential, that we get what is ours to be, it's to be the place of faith in the right now, so that we can clear the way for our heart's desire as an ultimate outcome. It's on us. I, I, I get it because especially during these times, well, Ernest Holmes offered us, and I shared it with you last week, this notion that the world is full of sickness and sorrow and dying and pain. There's, there's in fact, a, a, a slide that will support you in getting this just verbatim, that the world is full of sickness and sorrow, of dying and of pain, and it doesn't hear the voices of the angels, Ernest Stone says. It does not see the gleam of glory, which is just over its head. This is this notion of being aware right where you are in faith. It does not hear the voice of the infinite. The world is so full of trouble that the greater power cannot enter and never will enter until first people have emptied themselves and made a place for it. Faith is the way that we can clear the way. Now, just so you know, Ernest Holmes was born in 1887 and he died in 1960. So although I am applying this, I don't know when he wrote it or when he said it, but we know it had to be between those two dates. And so it still applies to where we are right now. What we sense, if I hadn't told you that and I hadn't said Ernest Ohm said it, it sounds like what we can use in this very moment. And that's why I put it before you is so that we can tell the truth. If anything, this is not about being in denial. 
you know, we also have talked about coming to this moment in prior weeks. I invoked Revelations 3 and 20. I stand at the door knocking, and that idea is simply that you got to open the door, that spirit, the divine, the all in all, the solution is knocking. It is available, but shoot, y'all, we got to open the dang door. We're like playing this like a scene from Cheech and Chong. Who's at the door? Dave's not here. We just open the dang door. The divine is calling, is offering, is presenting everything. And we're just in here like, no, if it catches me like this, though, I don't need it to see me. I don't want it to be aware. Come on now, y'all, just open it up. In Jen's lyric, it begins by saying, we are, or at least let, let me, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm going to personalize it for us. We are bruised. Yes. There's not a one of us that doesn't have, we are bruised, but look at here. We're not broken. We are bruised, but we're not broken. She then says, we're wounded. Yes, wounded to a person, but we're not weak. Come on now. <laughs> See, there's something else that's available to us. That's what I've come today to say. I'm not pretending that stuff hadn't happened. I'm not pretending that we aren't in what appears to be the test of our lives. I'm saying that we are cut out for this time. I'm saying that we have exactly what's required in order for us to show up for such a time as this. Come on now. Jen said the cut is deep. What? Slice to the quick, some of us are feeling. The cut is deep. Ah, but I love this line. So our hearts are open. Oh, that's what the cut was about. Oh, so, so all of this that I don't want to go through, that I wish was over, that I wish had never happened to me, this was to open my heart. Well, all righty then. All righty then. Now that I understand and I remember that I'm reluctant, it stands at the door knocking. I'm reluctant to open my heart. And so stuff often has to happen. So my heart will open in response when I finally let go. I can't take no more is kind of my response. And then my heart can open and I can be available to the divine shift. I stand at the door knocking. <laughs> but you won't open it until the cut is so deep that you got to open. Struck a nerve centuries deep. It's the story we tell. It's a true story. Come on, Mother Harriet, help us remember that the story is accurate. There really is a story of oppression. There really is a story of putting a boot on humans' neck in the collective. There really is a story. But look at here, we're going to have to stand in faith in order to claim another outcome, in order to have it be different 
in the ways that all of us that are gathered here this morning are committed to having it be different. I'm going to invoke right now Brene Brown. Brene Brown's whole body of work is about vulnerability. It's about compassion. It's about empathy. It's about feeling in the midst of not wanting to feel. I said with passion. <laughs> Brene Brown offers this to us. She says we back to normal. Somebody had to say it. Come on, Brene Brown, tell us the truth. We will not go back to normal. Normal never was normal. Our pre-corona existence was not normal. Other than that, we normalized greed, inequity, exhaustion, depletion, extraction, disconnection, confusion, rage, hoarding, hate, and lack. And then there's a whole asterisk that I could add with a whole other list of what we've been up to on our watch. She says, we should not long to return to that, my friends. She says, we've been given an opportunity to stitch a new garment, to put something else together, something that we want to stand in. This is an opportunity of all opportunities. One that fits, she says, this garment that we're going to, that, that we're gonna stitch out of the newness of our awareness, out of the newness of our vision, out of the newness of our commitment. She says, this garment, this new garment is one that fits all of humanity and nature. I love that. Because it reminds me of, of our dear brother, Dr. Howard Thurman. See, I want to be more loving in my heart. That's what she's talking about. That's the new garment. The new garment is not what, see, I know we are, we are masters totally adept at pointing out where the work needs to be done. She needs to do it different. He needs to do it different. We are masters at seeing outside of ourselves. But Dr. Howard Thurman reminds us, come on now, bring it on. Bring it in close right here to discern and declare, I want to be more loving in my heart. I brought you a piece of that last week, but I realized today I needed to bring you the rest of it. He says, I want to be more loving in my heart. I just want to be more loving. And that's what's required. See, I'm, I'm blending here. It's a baklava moment, y'all. It's where I'm blending Brene Brown and Dr. Howard Thurman and always Mother Harriet Tubman. Always present in that. But this notion of, of, of us stitching a new garment, the new garment is our new heart. It's our new way of feeling about what is going on now, what has gone on, but always looking forward to what can be. You know, we are forever, I am forever declaring because it is woven into the fabric of who we are, a world that works for everyone. I just got to ask us, how did we think we was going to get there? How did we think we were going to move from what Brene Brown describes at list as what we've been up to? How did we think we were going to create a world that works for everyone? We just awaken one morning? We all about a year of miracles, but we ain't crazy. 
we know that it means that we must engage. If we intend to have a garment that will fit everyone, that, that essentially represents a world that works for everyone, it means that we must be different. Dr. Howard Thurman is offering some clarity about how we may get there, what that's going to look like. He says, often, come on. See, this is what I love. It's just like in Jin's song, Dr. Howard Thurman is first of all acknowledging that he understands from which we come, that he's in the pool with us. He says, often there are good and sufficient reasons for exercising what seems a clean, direct resentment. He's saying, you got just called. You got just cause to be mad. You got just cause to be pissed off. You got just cause to be afraid. You got just cause to be angry. You got just cause. <laughs> but that cause ain't enough. You are still required, if you in fact intend to stitch a new garment, one that will fit all humanity and nature, you're going to have to get over that. I'm not asking you to be in denial. He starts by saying, you got cause. There's enough stuff that has gone on and is still happening, but we cannot let that drive. We're gonna have to work it out how we balance that. Because often we have, and, and some people come to mind even whenever I think about this, this, this notion of, of, of how we have to stand that nobody can get away with that. We feel like we, I'm going to give as good as I got. If you do that, well, then I'm stepping with this. Okay. How's that so far, really? Now, if you stay in that consciousness, you'd be of the mind. It's working fine, Rev. In fact, let me list and number for you how it works. But I'm saying in the context of stitching a new garment, how is that supporting you in shifting into a more open and available? That you can open the door when the divine is knocking. That you can have your heart be, <laughs> oh yeah, see the cut is deep, but it's to open your heart, not so that you can get a bigger stick. It's to, so you will open your heart in response. Now, sometimes, <clears throat> Sometimes when there's an impassioned message, <laughs> sometimes the listener will cherry pick and decide that I'm saying something that I'm really not trying to say right here. I'm saying you have just cause. I'm not saying be in an abusive relationship. See, this ain't that. I'm saying that there are always more options. You're always thinking about what's the outcome. What do I have faith in right now in order to call forth the desired future? So it's not to pick out some lone part and try to apply that in some grand expanded way that's not intended. I'm really talking about our vibration and how we increase our frequency and thus our impact and the difference we can make. Howard Thurman goes on to say all of this, all of this wanting to get back at people, wanting to give as good as we got, this notion of nobody can run over me and get away with it. He says all of this is part of the thicket in which my heart gets caught again and again. 
He says, deep within me, I want to be more loving in my heart. To glow with a warmth that will take the chill off room, which I share with those whose lives touch mine in the traffic of my goings and comings. Oh, I love that. I love that notion of honoring the impact, how we're in this together. That your vibration, your frequency, when we show up, we're bringing something. And if it's an attitude of can't nothing happen, can't nobody bump up against me. That if I get cut, my heart's not open. My switchblade will. It's a different kind of response. I want to be more loving. In our year of miracles, Marianne Williamson meets us right here at the very nexus of this message when she says everything that occurs today is part of God's plan. <laughs> oh, I know we were hoping it wasn't because we like to cherry pick that too. We like to cherry pick the part that was God and the part that isn't God. And then we slip up sometimes and we say it's all God. And then something happened. We like that ain't God, though. <laughs> and so I understand the dynamic. Like the few folks gathered here, but she is saying everything that happens is a part. Everything that happens to each of us is a part of she calls a mysterious educational process in which I'm drawn to situations that constitute my greater learning. Oh, this is for my edification. This is what Marianne Williamson is offering, is that whatever is up, it's still all God, and it is there for our expansion. The cut is deep, and my heart is wide open. Ah. Uh. See how those go together when we match them up. She goes on to say that I choose every situation today to be a more beautiful version of myself. You see, I want to be more loving in my heart. I want to, when I step into the room, when I step into the conversation, when I bring my energy to something, I want it to be value added. I want it to be that I've now stirred some love into the situation. I am a part of the healing and not a part of the mob mentality. She says, I am invited to play life at a higher level. That's that higher frequency. That's that higher vibration we're talking about. If you're more loving in your heart, you are also playing at a higher vibratory level to be strong where I've been weak, to be healed where I've, where I've acted from my wounds. Isn't that the thing? Forgive me, Father, because there are sections in my life where I've lived from the wound, from the hurt, to give love where before I'd withheld it. Isn't that exactly what Dr. Howard Thurman is saying? That from where I was busy looking like what? What? Now I come with love. Not because I'm weak, but because I understand how life gets to be the way it is. 
see, once I understand that, I realize I can't beat up everybody. And even if I could, that does not move my life upward in the spiral of a higher frequency, a greater love, moving us towards a world that works for everyone. It instead continues. I now, and otherwise, I continue to participate in this who has the biggest stick? Who can, who can withdraw the furthest away rather than who can move in the closest and be the most loving? She ends by saying, thus shall this day serve the purposes of God at work in my life. Oh, see, I'm inclined to now loop back to Revelation 3 and 20. I stand at the door knocking. And then she says, thus shall this day serve the purposes of the knock at my door and in my and the presence of the divine in my life. Renee Brown calls us into compassion and empathy. And I'm using Renee's work to bring us to my message to closure. Because she, you see, I'm, I'm, I'm loving this theme of the folks who acknowledge, yeah, it's like this right here. She starts this piece by saying a lot of us know that so many people have it worse. So we don't even want to own how it is for us. We, we're choking on, on the truth of our circumstance. We don't want to say, I'm sad, I'm scared. She says, but empathy and compassion are infinite. And you don't have to withhold your own fear and feeling in order to be empathetic toward other people. There's enough empathy to go around as long as we keep practicing it. So we get to own our stuff. We get to honor when we, during this time, this is important, that we not pretend like we are superwoman and superman and Hercules and all of that. Instead, we stand in the reality. I, I love this, and I want to share it with you. She, she talks about that in her family, that when, you know, she comes in off the road, for example, and she's like, you know what? I got about 20% for y'all. <laughs> you know, I'm not, a, I'm not your 100% girl. I can't bring that. Based on what I've been through, I have about 20%. And she says, sometimes a husband says, well, I got about 20 that only gives us a total of 40. That's, we're not going to be nowhere close. But the family has an agreement. And I love this. It's, it's, she calls it the family gap plan. So when you don't have 100% between you, the others have to help fill in. We, but what I love most of all is the telling of the truth. That we're not going to pretend when I only have that because I'm hurting or I'm in my space or I just don't have it. Let's just tell the truth. I can't bring 100% that I don't have available right now. So here's what she offers. They, her family has some, some rules. When it doesn't add up to 100%, she said, you got to make sure you follow the rules. So there's no shame in that game. 
She says no harsh words though. So you can't come in and start kicking the dog and the people in the house. No harsh words, but also no nice words with hard, harsh faces. So no nice and phony stuff. You don't say nice stuff, but look at them like you really know what I mean now, don't you? You say you're sorry, you apologize a lot and mean it. Authentic apology. And you accept the apology with thank you. Everything you needed to know about this, you really did learn in kindergarten. Now's the time to practice it, including that washing of the hands. She says, more puns and knock-knock jokes. Keep it light because we need it. We need it. I have shared Momess on uh, to friends. Somebody said, where are you getting this? But I realized I need it. I need when it makes me laugh out loud, somebody else is going get to get to get in on that. Whether it's funny to them or not is less the issue. I, I feel like I pay good, I'll pay good money for a laugh, something that has me laugh out loud. Oh, that's what we're looking I don't mean in a frivolous way because there's a lot going on and a lot of folks are at the effect of it. Would somebody pass me my water, please? <coughs> Thank you very much. Pardon me, please. <coughs> Thank you. That, that little passion has a consequence. <clears throat> so I, I don't want to make light at all. I know there are folks who are literally suffering on every level that we could track in this moment. There are those who were so on the edge before this happened. And essentially, this pandemic just knock the edge right off. So I know that there are folks that we love and care about, whether we know them or not, who are really going through it. And then there are those who, when we, when we talk about the numbers of every time they put up the numbers of the folks who are infected, known to be infected, and those that have died, all of those folks have somebody. Somebody knows and cares about those folks. And so there are a lot of folks who are fearful and a lot who are in deep, deep grief. And so we want to keep all of that in mind. Here's what I know, that even having been in deep grief myself, a good joke, a well-timed a well pun, and a little zinger, can take me to a place that feels as if that, that individual who shared that literally saved my life in the moment. And so I want you to know that this is not, sometimes we feel like, like that's just, we're just skimming off the top, that that's just shallow. I don't think we understand the healing power of love and laughter. And that combination, I'm telling you, makes a healing difference. There's so many differences that 
that I want to call us into being different with ourselves, our mirror work, being different with each other, being different with how we hold the world and what's, what's going on in the world, but also to increase our giving to first responders. There's so many programs that are going on. Also, there's no way on our watch that we want, that we will allow Marcus Books to to let we're not the consideration is not that they go out of business at all. I'm not even considering that. But we want after this, we want them to thrive. And so we're asking for support for that. We're asking for support for heart and soul. I'm praying that you notice the incremental improvements that we are making. And oh, we we are committed to raising the bar as high as we can. You know, I want us coming in here just jumping for the bar all the time. And so I'm going to ask you to increase your giving if that's at all possible. I know it isn't possible for everyone, but I know it's possible for some. And I ask for those who can, if you will, please. And Revelo, will you do our gracious giving, please, in this moment? And then I'll be, we'll hear again from uh, Jennifer Johns with another song that she wrote. And then uh, I'm going to ask you to stay with us till the very end. I'll be back again and I'll pray us out. And then we have a special treat that I have asked Jen to, to do for us as well. The whole thing is a treat, let's be clear. But there's another little morsel that she's going to add on at the end. Revelo, you ready? Thank you so much, Reverend Andriette. And thank you indeed for reminding us, as Brene Brown said, we are being given an opportunity to stitch a new garment. Gracious giving is where we thread the needle for that garment, and it's where we practice being more loving and more generous in our hearts because we have an intention of creating a world that works for everyone. And so we invite you now to give generously to Heart and Soul Center of Light. We have many ways in which you can give graciously at Heart and Soul. You can mail a check to us at Heart and Soul Center of Light, 1142nd Street, Suite 100, Oakland, California, 94609. You can give online to the uh, address you see there, heartsoulcenter.org slash give. And you even have the opportunity to set up your gift if you're giving online as a recurring gift or as a one-time gift. Last of all, you can even text to give using your cell phone. 510-500-5849 is the number. And at Heart and Soul Center of Light, we have a tradition of blessing our good before it is even given, thereby establishing an intention for good that our gift will do. And so wherever you may be, I invite you to just take your gift in hand or maybe just place your hand over your heart because the greatest blessing that you can experience is the life that is beating right under your hand. And let us say our blessing together. I bless this gift as healing energy and send it into the divine flow of all good. Infinite prosperity circulates through me through my church and throughout the world 
because I know God as source, and so it is.
Thank you, Jen Johns, with What is Love? A beautiful composition and beautifully accompanied by Tammy Hall. Thank you so very much. So, y'all, there, there's a reason, there really is a benefit to staying toward the end. Because in this moment, I'm going to make a correction. That first quote that I have used a few times, frankly, that I have uh, attributed to Brene Brown, I am among the throngs who have done so, it turns out was actually, um, that quote should be appropriately attributed to Sonia Renee Taylor. And so we are going to correct our uh, slides for the recap. So when you get those, we'll be properly attributing that. But let me just say, whoever wrote it, and in this case, it's Sonia Renee Taylor, it is the bomb diggity. Would be my way of saying it. Come on now, you have to rock with me for a little while here. That, that when I read truth so clearly spoken, and it resonates with me, I, you can count on me to share it with you, but I do want to get it straight. And so um, my team has helped me to do that. And I understand that those of you who are watching and listening have helped the team to help me. And that's how we do it with collaboration. And so likewise, I encourage you to just stay with us, to check with us, check in on us online, uh, on your screen right now, you should see how you can find us in all of the online platforms that we utilize and, and chat with us, connect with us during this time so we stay in place. I want to give a shout out to our practitioners, our heart and soul practitioners, because they were having a monthly kind of book study, if you will, around a year of miracles. So it was a review. It's for such a time as this. It's a great time to check in on these, uh, on these Monday evenings. Now they're doing it every week. It was just one Monday a month. It was a lovely way to balance one's energy, get information, tie into the book, have the benefit of all of that. Now it's every week. Y'all better break you off a piece of this. This is good. So imagining justice on Wednesday. Yeah, I'm going to be all up in the drama triangle as we move it from drama triangle to oneness circle is our intention. So we're going to be talking about 
kind of how we fall out of the circle and into the triangle and how to get ourselves back in. It's a multi-part series. I am a part of the part one and uh, just tune in. So that's, we got you Monday, got something for you, got something for you on Wednesday. And then Tammy Hall is holding it down on Facebook on Thursday evenings from six to eight. Please be a part of that um, because it blesses us. And she has a tip jar there. And so the opportunity will be to bless her as well because she is forever bringing the blessing. Where Marcus Books is concerned, they are in their 60th anniversary fundraiser. Their goal is 200,000. We can do this without Marcus Books holding it down as the African-American uh, mortar and brick and mortar bookstore. We're, it's a different life we're living. So we have to support this. Likewise, um, Kingston 11, this is what I'm presenting here are our partners. Marcus Book and Kingston 11 are our partners in supporting us. We support them. They support us. We support them. And we're in this together. And so I want you to know that they are open. Kingston 11 is open on Thursday through Saturday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. And it's to go. You can either get it delivered or you can go in and pick it up. You can also pay forward. So you can pay for more than you're going to get. And they make sure they get meals out to folks who wouldn't otherwise have it. You can also do a gift certificate. There are lots of ways to support. Let me tell you, the end result that I'm looking for is once we're out of this difficult time, when we go running over there to Marcus Books, they're there and open. When we go running over there to Kingston 11, they're there and open. And there are more places that you will want to support likewise. Our children, we are making sure that we have something there for them. The Pulse, which is for our teens, they are meeting during this time, doing some wonderful things. Our uh, Youth and Family Village, if you have children that are a part of our Youth and Family Village, contact the teachers or you have already received. If we have your accurate information, you, they've already reached out to you and you're already in that loop and you know what time and all of that is good. I want to remind you how important it is for you to be prayed up for each and every one of us to pray for ourselves, to pray for others. And there are those times when you can't do it. There are those times when I can't pray for me because I am blocking my own sense of good. And so there's nothing to do but for me to get prayer. And so this afternoon, following this service, group prayer is available. Our practitioners and our prayer and care village is making certain that you have folks available to pray for and with you. Be sure you do that. Also, Wednesday afternoons at 12 noon is another opportune time to call in and get prayer as well. This is simply the way that we love it's the way that we give. It's the way that we pray. So please join me in this consciousness of gratitude, divine gratitude and appreciation that we are still here. Still here and sufficiently in our right mind that we can recognize the divine, the presence of the divine, the presence of good, the presence of joy, the presence of wellness, the presence of the good that God is.
the living one, the strong one, the divine vibration that is surrounding and enfolding us, that we are a part of, that each of us is breathing, literally breathing the breath of God, even as the breath of God is breathing us. We are literally living the life of God, even as the life of God is living each and every one of us. This is the divine connection where we cannot discern where God is and where I am, where God is and where we are because we are one in the divine. We are the divine expression of the whole perfect and complete nature of the living one, the strong one. So it's from this vantage point it's from this awareness, out of this consciousness, that I speak this word as a word of healing. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, that there is a divine vibration of wellness, of wholeness, of joy, of laughter, of good. And we have that within us. This prayer is to connect the dots. This prayer is to open our minds, our hearts, our very beingness, so that we might be in touch with the presence of the divine, that we might rest in the good that the living one is, that the strong one is, that we might literally let go and let God, that we might trust that we might accept that right exactly where we are, that right exactly as we are right now, not after another class, not after another forgiveness session, but right now, exactly as we are right now. Whole, perfect. that we might know that that's the truth of our being. <laughs> that each of us, regardless of the details, the story, the past, the present, that we could know that we are each whole in every way, no matter what's been said, no matter anyone's opinion to the contrary, whole and perfect. I know that that, that bounces against something perfect, unique and perfect and complete. Nothing missing, just as we are, bruised, battered, wounded, still whole, perfect, and complete. Golden, golden. And the call is, to live our lives as if we know it, as if we know that we're whole, as if we know that we're perfect, as if we know that just as we are right now, complete in every way, that we would live our lives, not like they're golden, but as the gold that they are. And it is for this and so much more that I am grateful that I let go, that I let God, 
that I release this word into the perfect activity of law that I know is the love of the divine. Perfect, vibrating here, now, and always. And so it is. Ashe. Ashe. Asheo. And now, Tammy Hall at Jin John's. Well, all right, y'all. Hope you ready for such a divine day like this. I know I am. Freedom. I'm pulling it off the shelf. I'm putting it on my chain. I'm wearing it round my neck. I'm taking my freedom. I'm putting it in my car. Wherever I choose to go, it will take me far. I'm living my life like it's golden. 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 Golden. Living my life like it's 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 golden. Golden. Taking my own freedom. Putting it in my song. I'm singing loud and strong. I'm grooving all day long. I'm taking my own freedom. Putting it in the stroll. I'll be high stepping, y'all. Let the joy unfold. I'm living my life like it's golden. 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 Golden. All right, Tammy Hall. Holding on to my freedom, can't take it from me. I was born into it, it comes naturally. I'm strumming my own freedom, playing the God in me. I'm representing her glory, I know she's proud of me. Come on, tell me it's, it's golden.
Tammy Hall, y'all. God bless Tammy Hall.